Today, I want you to open your mind, open your mind to the possibility that one day we will make contact with an intelligent civilization in outer space. We have in our possession a flying saucer. It's being flown to higher headquarters. There is a lie being told to everyone. They're, they're extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the um, space program made contact with. Do you believe are we alone in their life after death? This is the Paranormal Show. Introducing Marvel Man and your host, Sarah Martinez. Hey everyone, welcome to another Paranormal Friday night. This is the Paranormal Show for March 2nd with your host, Vera Martinez. And Marfa Man. And perhaps Little Ninja will be able to call in a little while. He's out of town, but he wanted uh, to say hello to everyone. Um, we also want to say greetings to all humans, aliens, star seeds, angels, earth spirits of this dimension and beyond. We are broadcasting live from the hills of Austin, Texas, bringing you the best weird, strange, and paranormal topics in this dimensional solar system. The Very Normal Show can be downloaded for later listening on iTunes or just check in or just check out the show's archive at blogtalkradio.com slash veranormal. Tonight, we are talking all about energy work. And to cover these topics, we have a very special guest that will be joining us in the next few minutes, in about 10 minutes. So, you know, you can just... um. Whether you're working, driving, or just at home and join us tonight, just go ahead, sit back, and relax. And let us take over. All right, write our number down and give us a call, 818-532-9739. Again, that number is 818-532-9739. So how was your week? How are you? Doing good. We have a special guest, don't we? Tonight, little... <laughs> um, Baby Snakes is joining us later on names. You might want to lower that a little bit, baby. Okay, sorry. No, or lift up. the seat up. Well, I was going to do my best little ninja impersonation. <laughs> You're a little bit taller than little ninja. I am a little bit. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm thanks so excited you're me. here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I yeah. like always popping in. That's hi. right. That's right. Um, week was good. I was. I, I think I bombed my anatomy and physiology test. Oh, no. Not good. Um, How about your week? I'm busy and chaotic. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing Getting new. Getting through it? Yeah, but I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to listen to your uh, famous Weird But Truth. Oh, boy. Is yeah, that we starting now? Do you have a lot? <laughs> Not really. It was. Hey, y'all need to start being a little bit more weird out there, okay? Are we running out of stories? Kind of a light week, okay? Really? A little bit. Well, let's check it out. All right. <laughs> weird. Weird. But true. Yo, yo, this is your Weird But True with Marfa Man. This will brighten up your day. Raleigh, North Carolina. Two orange, two orange orbs just about 10 feet off the ground floated past Steve Woody and his father as they hunted deer more than about 50 years ago. The mysterious lights passed them by, dropped down to the side of, of a gorge, 
in Blue Ridge foothills. For at least a century, the brown mountain lights have confounded residents and tourists in a rugged patch of Burke County, bobbing and weaving near a modest peak. Are they reflections from automobile headlights, brush fires, a paranormal phenomenon, or something natural not yet explained in science? Uh, here's what he had. What he had to say. I didn't feel anything spooky or look around for Martians or anything like that. It was just a unique situation. It's just as vivid now when I was 12 years old. Um, earlier this month, a sellout crowd of 120 paid a $20 a head to attend a, uh, basically a, a meeting on the lights and in at the uh, the city hall that's there. And there was a crowd outside the door. It was hopping to get in last minute. So it was like people were just like waiting to get in. Um, interest in the lights have waxed and won since the first known printed reference to the phenomenon appeared in the Charlotte Observer in 1913. John Harden, a Raleigh-based radio personality, devoted an episode of his 1940s series, Tales of the Tarhelia, to the lights, saying they have not only uh, attracted the attention of the people of this date, but have aroused the curiosity of the nation. Wow. So I don't know. Check that out. What do you think? That was That's mouthful. Yeah, I haven't heard anything <laughs> about that. I've never heard anything about that. Right? So what's going on in Raleigh? Isn't that, um, isn't that similar to what happens in Marfa? Mm-hmm. Very With similar. the lights. Yeah. And Baby Snakes and I have witnessed the lights. Courtney. I like Courtney. You want to go with Courtney? Who could give you Baby Snakes? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's been revealed. <laughs> Oh, is that a, is that supposed to be a secret identity? I don't think so. Okay, think all right. Well, I still go by Anthony too. <laughs> um, we have seen the lights. We're outing ourselves tonight. The lights are weird, Marfa. I ain't gonna lie. They're they're kind of like, it, it. You think you're looking at like this thing that I don't know. It's just like they they appear and they absorb and go away really quickly, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. But doesn't it look like a pattern? Like it looks like you think it was like a. A pole with it like looks light. like it'd be like on an airplane tower where right, it's like a right. structured light right. setting and, and they kind of fade in, they fade out. That's right. Yeah. And we were freaked out because we drove 75 miles down the scariest road we've ever driven down. Oh, yeah. And when we got there, we were like, yep, there they are. Okay, bye. That's great. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, what, what do you think, Little Ninja? Little Ninja is hey. in the house. How are you? In the house. What up? What up? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we're here. You okay? I know you don't have the best uh, internet uh, reception over there, but you'll do your best. Yeah. Where are you at, little man? I'm in, I'm in New Hampshire right now. I'm up in the mountains. Oh, nice. I'm, How is the weather I'm, out there? It's it's uh it, it's been snowy actually. We've been getting some snow here and. Yeah, you gonna uh, board? I'd like to. I have the <laughs> next couple of days off, so I think I might do that. Did you bring yeah. your board, or do you rent one? I I didn't I didn't bring my board I, you know it's just working but anyway thank you for uh, thank you for joining us uh, Marfa Man is doing his weird but truth all right yeah Marfa Man all right let me wrap it up um so anyways I was gonna say what's going on in Raleigh but I don't know but for now it's lights out <laughs> you can give me a little love on that oh <laughs> thank you all right <laughs> is there Life outside of Earth. Can you help find out? Scientists need your help in the search for life beyond Earth. The SETI search for and stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute is asking the public to join in its hunt for signals 
uh, from intelligent civilizations out there in the universe. Wow. Anyone can, re- yeah, anyone can register, actually, on the new website. Um, it's uh, SETI Live. So it's SETILive.org uh, to help analyze data from SETI's radio uh, telescope devoted to scanning the heavens for signals. For ETs. I would love to do that. Could you imagine, like in the movie Contact? That's a good good example. What was that sound? It was like... I don't can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that forever. I want to be like her. (laughs) Um, One of the guys... uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, There are... This is a quote. There are parts of the spectrum where our sophisticated signal processing system is overwhelmed because there are so many signals said astronomer Jill Tarter, director of the SETI Institute Center for SETI Research. I'm going to put together this army of, of citizens to, uh, of science to help figure out which signals to follow up on. You don't need, you, you do not, you don't do anything in SETI at home. I don't know what that means. Uh, your computer, you, basically she's saying your computer does the work, uh, Tarter told space, space.com. In this case, I want you actively involved and it has to, it has to be quick. You have to recognize patterns, mark patterns, try and remember if you've seen the pattern before, and you have to get it done within 90 seconds. I don't understand why there's a time limit, but um, the public will sort through data collected by SETI's uh, Allen Telescope Array, a set of 42 dishes in Northern California, where the Northern Lights are, that spend their, light, uh, their, spend their time listening in many frequency bands for signals from stars recently identified as hosting planets. The telescope is looking for radio em, uh, emissions that exhibit a pattern indicating it was artificially produced by intelligent beings. Okay, right mm. on. And that, I think um, that's cool, man. We're using uh, the public to, to help look. They are. And, and, and also, um, I wanted to mention, the new SETI Live site came actually about after Tartar made a... Uh, this is for real. I can't really explain this, but it's a TED Prize... Uh, wish from 2009, TED, um, empowering earthlings uh, everywhere to become active participants in the ultimate search for cosmic company. And it, it makes me think, um, I wanted to shoot this over to Baby Snakes, Courtney. Um, we just recently, uh, a new movie is going to come out, and I've plugged this already. It's coming out in uh, June, I believe, Prometheus. It's uh, the prequel to the Alien franchise. And Ridley Scott is back in the director chair, and he is directing this, and he just actually put a viral marketing uh, video out that's not in the movie, and it's with uh, actor Guy Pierce coming out in front of uh, thousands of people and talking about his idea of the future. Baby Snakes, what do you think? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much, you summed it up. Did I sum it up? Yeah, you summed it up perfectly. I mean, I don't know much to add. It's a minute 30 spot that they're plugging on YouTube to go viral. I don't know if it's gone viral yet or not. And it's cool because he plugs the the, the evolution of time up until what happens in the alien. I think he plugs it up until about 2020, something like that. Yep, 2032. 2032. And, uh, How do we search for that? What do we search for? Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, type in on YouTube, uh, I guess, uh, Wheeland Group or what was it? Uh, exactly. It's it's it's, it's uh, Wayland. Um, Wayland is actually, uh, and that's who Guy Pierce is. He, uh, that's the name of the, I believe that's the name of the ship from Alien, uh, the original Alien film. It's called Wayland. And Guy Pierce is the only connection of of the Alien franchise uh, from from this to Prometheus, 
Uh, he's Wayland. Yeah, so you can type in um, Wayland um, video or Prometheus viral marketing. viral marketing video. And you'll find it. It's actually really cool, actually. It's pretty cool. Don't you love you too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, moving on. Let's talk about monsters. I love this title. Dog-Headed Pig Monster Sightings Reported by Nambian Villagers. Wow. Uh, Yeah, and it's a spooky-looking picture here. Um, Some say it's a witch doctor, a warlock, or a work of black magic. Others say it's a hybrid animal, somewhere between a dog and a pig. But whatever it is, residents in Nambia are the strange, uh, say the strange creature they've been seeing uh, wreaking havoc in the village is nothing there that they've ever encountered before. Villagers living near uh, the desert in northern Nambia have reported seeing an odd creature with a head like a dog and the shoulders of a pig, mostly white in color with hairless spots on its back. They say the beast has been attacking dogs, goats, and other domestic animals seemingly out of nowhere. As the regions uh, of the landscape and sparse and there's no trees and shrubbery, just shrubbery where animals might actually hide. Here's a quote. This is an alien animal that people have not seen before. We don't have a forest here, only bushes. So this must be black magic at play, says one Nambian official. One resident uh, of uh, the villagers are, are taking precautions against the uh, creature by staying in groups and that many believe it's an intelligent being that came from the house of a gray-haired man. The sightings follow a number of reports out of Africa in recent years involved, involving alleged sightings, uh, sightings of strange creatures. In 2009, the Nambian newspaper um, reported that a number of villagers had filed complaints with police stating that a mysterious tiger-like creature had been sucking blood off their livestock. Uh, one elusive creature um, of the legend here from Congo, actually uh, known as the Mokele Mbemba, can't pronounce it. <laughs> I gave it my best. Um, has intrigued myth hunters for years, believed by some to be the surviving ancestor of a dinosaur similar to the rumored Loch Ness Monster. The animal has been reported in sightings as far back as 1776. So, I'd be careful if you live in Nambia trying to track down this monster, because you might be barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> he, had, he had that ready. <laughs> barking up the wrong tree from a dog-headed Yeah, monster. he did. <laughs> oh my gosh why didn't you just skip to the punchline <laughs> I got three more alright what's the temperature a woman in China has been living with a thermometer inside of uh, her lungs for a decade oh my oh yeah imagine that uh, doctors in China's uh, Hunan province discovered a two inch long medical device and a routine checkup the patient who is only identified as Lao uh, accidentally swallowed it when she was 12 years old and her family couldn't afford the medical care to remove it. Uh, sounds painful, but it uh, hasn't caused the woman any discomfort. However, the thermo- if the thermometer breaks, the mercury inside could cause serious damage uh, in the woman. Uh, it's not yet clear how doctors will remove the thermometer. Um, I, I do hear that the surgery is pretty difficult to a certain degree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get a degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> God. Speaking of taking a close look, uh, France, a Frenchman took uh, Google to court Thursday over a photo published online by a Street View application showing him urinating in his front yard, which he believes has made him the laughing stock of his village 
in rural northwest France. The man, who is aged around 50 and lives in a village of some 3,000 people, uh, is demanding the removal of the photo in which locals have recognized him despite his face being blurred out. He also wants, uh, you know, just a random number of $13,300 in damage. Um, this is a quote. Everyone ha- this is his lawyer's quote. Everyone has the right to it. Everyone has the right to a degree, sorry, uh, of secrecy. Uh, and it's, in this particular case, uh, it's more amusing than serious. But he'd be caught. But if he had been caught kissing a woman other than his wife, he would have had the same issue. Not sure what that means. Uh, Google Street View, covering some 30 countries and, uh, and is available in France since 2008, enables users of Google Maps to also view photos of streets taken by its camera cars which have uh, cameras uh, hoisted on their roofs. The man thought he was hidden from view by his closed gate as he relieved himself in November of 2010. But Google Lens caught him from above his gate as it it passed by. I I actually tried to contact this guy. Mm. I called him. Um, But his spokesman actually told me that uh, he he wouldn't speak because he's really (laughs) P.O.'d. Wow. <laughs> Come on, here. Come on. All right, let's jump for joy. This is my last one. It's a leap year, y'all. We had a leap year. Ooh, yay. I don't know what that means, but I know it well, comes it every four years. Anthony, it's February 29th. I know we just had it. Okay. All right, but it's like the Olympics. We have it every four years. Um, Saddle River, New Jersey. This is actually pretty interesting. A New Jersey mother born on February 29th beat two million to one odds. When she had her daughter, who was born, also born, on the same leap day. Um, her last name is Burnbaum. <laughs> she turns 32 Wednesday, but will celebrate for only the eighth time on the actual date. It comes only once every four years as a result of a system intended to keep the seasons, years, months, and days in working order. Uh, Burnbaum went into labor on February 28, 2008, and Rose was born the following day. She tells the newspaper. She tells the newspaper she was delighted to have a built-in party partner. What a winky dink! <laughs> oh man! There's, no, there's not even any crickets. Uh, <laughs> that is your weird oh. with the man. Okay, well, there you have it. Another very strange. What are you doing over there? You want to hear the bongo? No. <laughs> yeah. Did I? Yes, I do. Is this part well, of, you want to hear part? the bongo? I thought we were three was over. <laughs> Help, little ninja. Little ninja, I was, I was expecting a little back. bust out rhyme there. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, so that was another very strange segment of Weird But True with Marfa Man. We have an awesome guest tonight. Please hold on to your thinking caps, open your minds, and get ready for tonight's show. But first, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
welcome back. If you just logged in, we are the Very Normal Show. If you want, you can check us out. Uh, <laughs> please go to www.veranormal.com. Anyone else out there? Okay. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, my God. I think I just took a little ninja's cue, but I don't think he has a cue card right now. Well, he's now here. <laughs> Did you? Is he here? No. I mean, he's on I the didn't, I didn't get the memo. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's get serious now. Our wonderful guest for tonight... She assists people in recognizing and remember that divine blueprint within. She is an intuitive healer, certified theta healing practitioner, Yusui Reiki master, Halo Ascension Infusion practitioner, emotional energy transformation practitioner, Akashic Record practitioner, medium, ordained minister, and doctor of divinity. Everyone, please welcome Dahlia Rondo. Hi, Rondo. Hi, everybody. How are you? Hello. Hi. That's a whole lot of stuff before my name. It makes it sound really uh, a lot more exciting than I think I am. <laughs> How How's are everybody you? doing? I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I'm excited. Thank you so much for the interview tonight. We have a, a bunch of callers already. Oh, good. I'm so excited. This is fun. Yeah. I love so, doing this. They were probably uh, praying uh, for a week, but to, to be over. But. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, I was going weird but true. I was trying to keep up with it between the peeing man and the dog, and I don't know. Did you know. like it? it was, you know, I, I think it has possibilities. I do. Wow. I think right. we're, we're a year into this, and I got possibilities. All right. are, you, are you a reporter? I mean, I come from a journalistic ba- background, actually. Are you yes. are you wanting to be a reporter? I mean, is that I, I kind have of been. your passion? I have been. Interviewing has been awesome. some, and writing as well. Yeah, I've definitely uh, done that. Awesome. So you think I'm I'm, I'm sort of lacking? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that at all. No. You just asked me. Yeah, you just asked me. I mean, I think it has possibilities. I would I would like to see you doing a little bit more of the like personal haunting stuff, like reporting totally. on that. Yeah, you know, I or or I don't know. I just, I was just kind of thinking that, but no, I, I could tell great. you were into it. I could feel that you were like you enjoyed doing it. Oh yes, ma'am. So. I, I definitely uh, love the weird people. <laughs> Dali used to work for uh, People's Magazine. Is that right? Yes. Really. Yes, yes a reporter. I'm, I'm actually still on their roster of reporters, although I don't really. Uh, do much of that from Austin anymore, but we used to have a bureau here, believe it or not, and I worked for the bureau uh, as a, a reporter, stringer, so I would, um, you know, they kept us really busy here for a long time, and then they closed the bureau in 2007, and, you know, I became a mommy, and I'm a mother of uh, twin boys, six years old now. There you go. So I'm really Yeah, so I'm really busy, and then I, I started... Um, you know, that's kind of my background is um, I really enjoyed uh, interviewing people. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and that's like exactly you. what I've yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I've interviewed yeah. some interesting people. So yeah, how did you so get started you're... in um, energy work? What happened? Okay. Well, that's a good question. So, um, well, I loved journalism and media, and that's kind of what I knew. And I would, you know, um, I loved hearing people's stories. And I, I really started listening and tuning into people but way before that, I had a near-death experience. 
mm. when I was 13. So a lot of people have heard about those. You, we call them NDEs, near-death mm-hmm. experiences. There's a lot of books out there, some really amazing stories like Daniel Brinkley and some other people who have recorded their experiences and written about them. And anyway, without going into the gory details, <laughs> Of course, this is a perfect format for that. Y'all like the weird stuff. I fell into a glass. Yeah, I fell into a glass coffee table when I was 13 years old. I was playing oh with one of my brothers. Yeah, and it was really, um, you know, one of those kind of freak, tragic accidents. Um, I fell into the glass coffee table um, in the living room, and from the point of impact, instead of the glass kind of breaking into beads, you know, how they have that shatterproof glass and everything now. The glass actually broke into blades, and one of the blades, primarily one of them, went into my back, out my front, severed my (gasps) kidney on my right side. Yeah, isn't that ouchie, huh? And uh, actually severed the main artery to my right kidney. So, I I mean, blood was just going everywhere. Uh, my brother nearly fainted, of course, at that moment, and I was in complete and utter, I mean, I was in shock already, but I was in peace, and uh, my brother was like, oh, my God, what are we, you know, and I was like, very calmly, something like just took over me, it was like angels all around, total peace, and this voice was guiding me, and I told my brother, um, you know, go call the ambulance. And I was being guided by this, you know, what people would term, you know, uh, God or maybe an angelic voice, guides, whatever. And um, later my brother told me I was going in and out of consciousness and saying prayers, and I was reciting the Lord's Prayer. And I don't think I even knew, I'm not sure if I knew the Lord's Prayer when I was 13. You know what I mean? I I don't know. But I was doing that. I, I've always been kind of a spiritual person. I, you know, my parents took me to church and things like that. But I was really praying. And um, so anyway, uh, you know, flashing forward, we made it to the hospital. The ambulance came and all that stuff. And I remember going into surgery before I blacked out. And then at that point, I floated above my body going into this space that was just complete and utter love, you know, all the classic stories that you hear about love and peace and bliss and everything was okay. But more importantly, I felt like that this energy that was guiding me, I knew everything about it and it knew everything about me. It was like this universal knowledge force. It wasn't judgmental or scary. It was just, just, really loving and peaceful. I don't know how to explain it. And, um, you know, I wasn't really uh, too excited about maybe coming back. I really liked that energy. You know, it was very calm. And um, But something in me knew that it wasn't my time, and I kind of had this telepathic conversation with this force, this guide, and was like, please come with me. Don't, don't. Don't, I don't want to be away from this. I always want to have this with me, this mm-hmm. this feeling that I have right now. And at that instant, I went back down into my body and actually remember hearing the people working on me, the nurses and um, surgeons and whatever, and I heard them saying, um, she's coming out of anesthesia. We need to give her some more. And I actually heard them. I could tell you what they were wearing, but 
remember I'm, my eyes are are closed. I mean, I was mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I woke up three three days later in intensive care and was guided still by this force. I remember at one point the doctors had come in to see if I was ready for eating because I was still, um, I guess, on um, IVs and whatever. And I remember going, no, I'm not ready, no, I'm not ready, telling the doctor. And then when the doctor came in, I said, I'm ready to eat today. And he puts the stethoscope to my you know, stomach. He said, actually, you are. Like, that was weird. How did you know that? From there, just psychic um, intuition, sensory skills were just heightened, just heightened. And this happens a lot with near-death experience. People who have been through that, all of a sudden they have these um, abilities that maybe they didn't have before that they're tuned into. So anyway, there you, you go. That's how I started. Um, when did you decide, yeah, we hear that again and again and again with several people mm-hmm. and several of our guests, mm-hmm. um, they have these experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but when did you decide to start working with people? Okay, that's a, that's a good question. Well, um, let's see. <laughs> I guess I started using my skills for fun. Um, I can remember a few instances in high school uh Telling people or sharing people sharing with people information, like if I'd had a dream about them, some you know interesting things. Um, I then kind of hid those skills. I remember just a few close friends knowing that I was kind of like psychic. You know, I can't even really recall instances of why they knew that, but some of my very very dear close friends would know that because I would always have feelings about stuff and share it. I began working formally with people, um, I, I guess, because I was kind of forced into it, really. Mm-hmm. I had had some uh, tragic experiences happen around uh, 2007. One of those very dear friends of mine that knew, we used to always kind of joke that we were um, communicating telepathically. She was very intuitive also. Um, she died suddenly. She had an aneurysm to her brain, and I got a phone call that um, she was in a coma, and mm-hmm. I drove in to see her, and she passed away. And I was just so heartbroken over this best friend passing, and I wanted to, I just delved back into everything, like what happens on the other side. I had my experience. Now she's all the way over. She's not coming back to where I am at least not right now, what goes on? You know, I need to I need to research this more so I can have comfort. I can have right. peace. So I started um studying I had always been fascinated with psychic Sylvia Brown. Oh yeah. More yeah, you know, um well known um mediums like John Edward and I just really started tuning into them because I was just so wanting to connect with her. And I started having some really amazing experiences happening on my own where she was coming to me. Um, and my husband, you know, witnessed a few of those. So um, I started uh, so she, really... she presented herself to you? Well, I had some different dreams. A lot of times my stuff comes in dreams. Different people, you know, um, experience psychic visions and things in different ways. Mine typically happens in um, dream state or it did at that time. How did your husband witness it? um, Well, we had a a fax machine that would go off every morning at 5 a.m., and we didn't have it plugged into any telephone lines. 
Really? <laughs> and and the weird thing about that that started happening right after she passed, um, her birthday was on the fifth of or you know, it was on the fifth of March. Mine's on the fifth of August and so we would always talk about the fives, how we love the fives. And that I started noticing this fact and I'd be like, Honey, this is so weird and it would wake me up. So I started noticing and I started kind of tracking when it was happening. It would happen like every morning at five AM and this went on for like three months. And I mean, every morning. I also had this huge light come into my room, like an, you know, an angel or whatever. But when she was in the coma, this huge light came into my room all the way to another town. And the next morning, I found out that she had passed in her sleep that night around the time that the light came through my room. Wow! Wow! So you know, you can you can. Use it as, oh, well, that could have been something else. But, no, my husband was sitting there, and his eyes were just as huge as saucers. I mean, he was just like, did you see that? And I was like, well, yeah, I knew that I saw that. But you saw that too? And he was like, yeah. And I have also, I'm an empath, so I feel things. And I felt complete and utter peace with that light. And, um, you know, I felt it was more angelic, but I felt that it was being shown to me. My feeling, my intuition on it was that was the angel showing me that they were helping her cross over to the other realms, to the higher, mm. you know, realms, and to to not worry. And I had a lot of comfort and peace from that. So, um, has she contacted you since? Yes, I have had. I actually had a very intense dream, uh, vision, uh, lucid vision, however you want to call it, um, in. Uh, two th- um, let's see, it was in 2009. It was on July 4th, I remember distinctly. Um, and she came to me in a, another dream. <laughs> and I was actually in a pyramid in Egypt, so it was a lot more intense. And my psychic skill tightened to such a degree, I mean, at such a fast amount of time, once I started studying Theta Healing, which is what I'm certified in. And so from... Deciding to take those classes and study it for myself and to use on my children and family. From there, I decided I was going to actually start working with people formally. And my husband was telling me, and he was just like, You help people so much. You know, this would be so cool if you could do this and, you know, actually have a practice with it. And so that's what's transformed uh, literally since 2007. This is just now 2012. So, um, you know, and I'm pretty busy. I have an office at Infinity Wellness Center in Austin, and people, um, you know, go there for chiropractic care, acupuncture, holistic treatment, and they come see me for energy work. Um, and that's and, where I go in and help people. Mm-hmm. And this energy work, um, you mm-hmm. you cover a lot of stuff. It's not just one thing. You yeah. do Akashic yeah. Records. Uh, yep. You do angel readings, uh, mm-hmm. mediumship, with, um, and then you do theta healing, hello infusion, Reiki, and sound healing. That's right. That's All a lot. That That's <laughs> a lot, isn't it? Well, I, I wanted to learn different modalities, and I don't think a lot of the healers are this way, because I wanted to be able to communicate and work with people in a way that would speak to them. So for some people that really aren't into this, you know, um, business of energy or psychic awareness or anything, they may understand 
angels, and they may be okay with that because of their own religious beliefs. Like, they might Mm -hmm. think angels are okay. So if I can sit down and talk to somebody and use angel cards and speak to them about different angels, and that um, is comforting to them. Very healing. It's healing. Yeah, it helps them. And if somebody um, loves other, music, then they use your yeah. crystal balls. And, and those are beautiful, by the way. If nobody's Thank ever you. experienced that live, oh, my God. <laughs> nope. She does such a – got to take you to her. She's here in Austin. I'm, I'm going to take you back. I can use you. all the help I can get. That's true. <laughs> Mark me. I would love it. All right. We'll do yeah. it. We'll set something up. Mark, yeah, okay. Mark Man of all people that I've ever met in my life could definitely use some energy shifting. And, know, <laughs> and unfortunately, she's married to me. Can. That's that's the cool thing about this stuff, though, is everybody can use it. I mean, you know, we all have electromagnetic uh, fields of energy. And, you know, keeping that uh, balanced and um, understanding what's going on in our world, um, knowing that how we change things on the inside, how we transform things on the inside of us can actually affect um, what happens on the outside and how we perceive it. Everybody can get help from that, you know, just understanding how to look at things a different way. Um, but, you know, it, I do Akashic Records now, which is the book of life. I got certified to um, read those. And that's really cool. That's a different kind of energy that comes in when we're accessing people's, or accessing people's records. I'm not actually accessing the records. The masters, teachers, guides, and loved ones of the person that's having the session are, and I'm communicating with them. I also have often in sessions had um, deceased loved ones come. That has happened more and more as the, I guess, veil uh, gets thinner, <laughs> and um, that happens a lot. Um, well, Dahlia, what then, would somebody typically yeah. come in to see you for? Well, okay. There's a lot of different things, but I have a there's a very common um I think theme with people who come through the office. They are not happy. And they want to know how they can get happy. They just hmm. want to feel better. I mean, that is really the most simplistic thing and everybody wants to be happier and we think sometimes it's you know, more stuff and more of this or more of that. And if we can learn how to change our energy um, to where we feel things differently and and like ourselves better, um, often we'll find that we're just happier and uh, happier with what we have already. Not to say that you don't want to have more money or more abundance or, you know, boyfriends and relationships. Um, you know, but it's like get happy with ourselves. And actually, when we become happy with ourselves, we attract things in our into our electromagnetic field that are like us. So we get with happy people. It's like happy people kind of recognize happy people, you know. Have you ever had like little gut feelings when somebody walks in a room and you're like, that person Uh-oh. is... Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. You know, oh boy. Stay away from that person. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Exactly. So you don't want to be one of those people. And, you know, uh, people get depressed. You know, that's a common thing. I mean, how much do we hear in the news? And, I mean, it's Prozac Nation, man. I mean, everybody's on antidepressants to make themselves feel better. And, um, you know, if we can get into what's making us upset in the first place, like, what are we what are we meaning to 
do here to change all of those um, levels in, in our system that are, you know, maybe, um, you know, not there, like serotonin and melatonin and all these kinds of things. So it's kind of cool. The, the place that I work, there's a chiropractor there that does nutritional support, and her name's Dr. Viney. Um, shout out to Dr. Vani. Hello. Hey, Dr. She Denisha. <laughs> exactly. She's my doctor. I love her. That's Tom I, Vera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Really? Yeah. yeah. I just got a new better. chiropractor. I need to. Mm-hmm. I need to maybe switch over. Hey, oh, that's hey. an idea. But anyway, and, and hey, so it's, it's um, person also. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably <laughs> the most common thing is people just wanting to feel better, be happy, and um, so. How about you? Do you want to be happier? Um, referring to all three of us? Yeah, I'm happy. You. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty happy all the time. You're happy, Vera, aren't you? Yeah. I'm happy, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to be I want to be a psychic without having the near-death experience. I would love that. Well, we can work on that. It's all mm-hmm. about intention, too. Energy work is all about intention, so... You know, maybe we can work on that and come in and see me. That would be great. Um, well, mm-hmm. for the, for the or listeners out there, I mean, you cover a lot of things, and something pretty new, well, no new, but it's not very uh, common, is that theta mm-hmm. healing, hell mm-hmm. infusion. All that sounds very like complicated. But can you explain it, it in terms of what what exactly is mm-hmm. and how does it work? Yeah. Well, theta healing is um, based on the theory that belief systems are what form our thoughts, okay? So um, what you're thinking about, you know, we all have heard about the law of attraction or the secret, right? Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. And so you hear about, you know, what you think about is what you're going to attract into your life. So if you're thinking positive, you're going to attract positive situations. If you attract negative, you know, if you're negative, you're going to attract negativity stuff. Hmm. Well, that's true, but what you're thinking about actually those little um, messages that are you know going through your brain and your nervous system and everything are based on beliefs. And so, day healing works with energy to help change your beliefs, not mind control or hip, you know, anything like that. It's about um, getting in alignment with that energy. Remember the energy I was talking about that I went into when I passed away or floated out of my body there for temporarily. Yeah. And I felt so happy. I felt bliss. See, that's our natural state. We call that our divine blueprint. You hear me say that. Other people say that, um, that are working with quantum um, energy. It's, it's, a, it's a very... Um, accepting and loving, unconditionally loving energy. That's, you know, and that's my belief, but it's it's really uh, the natural state of who we are. All this other stuff is kind of illusion. And so when we work with state of healing, we're getting in alignment with that. Now, with that, you have personality. So your personality that you are that you um, have right now is formulated basically on the belief systems that you have in this lifetime and then what I believe in in other lifetimes. So 
the really only important thing that you have to know about Theta Healing in order to experience it is to have an open mind and believe in a higher power. So whatever you believe your higher power to be. Some people call it source or creator of all that is. You know, but believing generally that there's something out there that uh, created all of this that we're in, this reality. Um, and I have I have all I have all spectrum of people. I have very religious, you know, Christian people. I have yogis who are into Buddhism, um, Hinduism coming. Um, but our common our common thread is this higher power that loves us and wants us to be happy, you know, and is is helping us. Is this like a preparation that. for what's to come? I hope so. Yeah, I I think so. You mean you mean a preparation for like 2012 and beyond, or what do you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't pinpoint that, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you sort of like guiding people to tell them that you know once this is all over, everything's going to be okay? What's all over? When this life, uh, the body is is gone. Sure. Yeah, you know, well, here's the thing. If we're energy, just because the physical body decays or passes away and ends, the energy still exists. That's the key. And that's what I learned in my near-death experience, and that's why my awareness was so heightened. I knew, I just knew that I wasn't just a physical being with a soul, I was a soul. That is what I was, and I was having a physical experience. You know what's amazing? And we've done it all backwards. <clears throat> yeah, you know what's amazing? Like, I just, for some reason, I've just known that. And my parents mm-hmm. will openly talk about that. You know, we, we're energy. And, uh, you know, and they will quote Einstein, you know, um, mm-hmm. the famous phrase where uh, energy, how does it go? Energy does, it's not, it cannot be destroyed, it can only be. Uh, transform something like Transformed. that. Transformed. That's right. So, That's right. But you know, it's amazing that sometimes you you still encounter people and and you start talking about life after mm-hmm. death and and there's still people that can just they just plain say, you just die. Like really, when you die, you die and it's over. Mm-hmm. And it's like really, mm-hmm. like is that as yeah. far as you can see? And it's so amazing. I'm not criticizing anybody. I respect people's opinion, sure, but that that sure. answer still yeah. shocked me a lot. Um, it's sad, think, really. That's very depressing to me. God, if I is, thought that this was all it, it is, is, it's very it's, depressing. It's very sad. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, what, what a big yeah. joke. But anyway, we have a lot of callers. Do you mind um, oh, good. No, start taking a few of them? Okay, we have an area code eight one eight. You're on the air. What's your question? Hello? Hi. Hi, this is Dahlia. How can I help you? Area code 818. That's L.A. L.A.? Are you there, L.A.? We'd like to talk to you. This is Dahlia. Uh, okay, well, let's go to the... Okay. Maybe they'll call back again. Uh, let's All try right. the second one. Area code 518. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah. Hello? Hi. Hi. Hi there. What's your name? Ginger? Can you spell that for me? G-I-N-G-E-R. Ginger. Hi. 
Ginger. Yeah. Ginger likes the spice. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Ginger. How are you? Good. Well, what's going on? What's your I'm question tonight? I'm excited I got through. Yeah. Surprise. It's your, it's your lucky night. Thank you. <laughs> what's your question? Um. Well, I've never done this before, and my okay. friend Dara told me to call in. Cool. That would be very helpful for me. Okay. Um, she said you do a lot of healing. Okay. Yes, I do. What do you have? Something that you have something that uh, you're needing help with? Well, I've had a bad situation um, with my children, <laughs> my oldest especially. Okay. It's been a long time. She hasn't talked to me. And I don't get to see her or my grandchildren. And it hurts a lot. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, okay. So would you like me just to tune in for a minute and give you um, kind of a message or something to help you with this? Sure. Okay. So have you... um, have you been trying to reach out to her and she just doesn't respond? Is this what's going on? Um, she says the reason why she wants, well, she keeps telling me every now and then she needs a break from me. But this okay. has been going on way too long. Okay. And, you know, I did threaten her at one time because I'm like, I'm the kids' grandparents. I need to see them. If I need mm-hmm. to, I'll take it to court and see the grandchildren. But mm-hmm. then I thought about it, and I'm like, I can't do that to her, so I haven't gone for it. And I stopped it, and I just, she blocked me off from Facebook, and I'm okay. not even a friend with her on there. And it's just, like, going downhill. Okay. So, Ginger, this relationship, I just really feel um, this has been kind of going on for a lot longer than just recently, hasn't this? Yeah. Okay. She's a very strong-willed woman, and I also I I'm I'm just sensing, and I'm actually I'm just tuning into your energy through your voice, through your name, and I'm feeling. And forgive me if I am wrong here. I am feeling that there is a history of some sort of su- substance abuse within these energies. I don't know if it's hers or yours. Have you gotten help from with that before? Uh, tonight, well, maybe you're picking up, maybe I've been drinking some wine. Okay, yeah, I'm, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I've I, been I drinking some wine tonight. Okay, well, that's okay. You know, it's Friday night. I definitely um, sense alcohol usually when it's in somebody's field. So, um, anyway, I don't know if there's ever been any problems or issues around that uh, with your daughter. Um, where is your, where is her father um, now? Are you guys uh, apart? He's like here and there. <laughs> like okay. The last time I knew he was having problems with every girl that he's been with, and he okay. was homeless and trying to find. Okay, so there's been her. some problems. Yeah, there's been some problems. I'm definitely feeling some you know, dysfunctional issues going on around the relationship. And I feel like that your daughter just doesn't know how to handle sometimes when she's saying she wants to be, you know, have like a break, is I feel like your daughter has 
has carried a lot of weight on her shoulders. And so sometimes when she's placing that distance, it's because she's trying to kind of get some uh, balance in her life because it feels like growing up might have been a little imbalance. Am I correct with this? Yeah. We've had a really hard time. She has. And, you know, when that happens with um, a a family particularly, we'll find that the children, when they get up of a certain age, you know, they're trying to make some sense of it. They're trying to get some balance in their life. And sometimes, you know, parents are blamed, uh, which can be right or wrong. The, The common... Uh, thing that we've got to remember here, though, is if we really believe in the energy of you all, you know, she chose you and you chose her. And so whatever lessons are to be learned are still there. And the healing uh, uh, point for you two is through love and for and forgiveness. So, um, you know, I'd like to talk to you probably more not on a national call like this, um, feel right. free to contact me privately, but I do feel like that there's some balance that's needed in your life in order for her to feel safe, yeah. and um, and you need to help her feel safe, but that's got to be authentic and that's got to be real, and until that happens, there may be these, um, you know, ebb and flow of coming to see you and then distance, coming to see you and distance, well, and you've got to be, awesome. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No. And That's also, okay. she, said, she said her dad did something very bad to her. Okay. And she hates her father. And and sorry, and what? She hates her father, and she won't tell me what. She said the only person that knows the truth is her grandmother. Right. So you guys just really have got you know got some uh, some some things that have happened. I feel like in the past that really need to be sorted out and brought up probably to the surface and creating some communication and dialogue between you all. But this is just showing up in the energy of what I feel is um, give her um, give her some, some space and, and try and be forgiving based on what all she's been through. And also learning how to forgive yourself for some of the things that went on Um, I feel like you did the best that you could or the best that you knew how to do. And there's a lot of healing that can still take place for you, okay? And Mm it will make things better with her as you become more healed and more balanced. And um, um, have you had a drinking problem, though, in the past? Is that something that you've had? No, just, okay. Okay. No, I I drink wine every now and then. Yeah. Okay. How about well, tonight? How about that? How about I saw that your the alcohol in your system? There's something there. Um, <laughs> I hope you have a, a good night and feel free to call me anytime. Yeah. Um, thank you, Ginger. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Anybody else? Are we going to do another one? Thank you. Yes. Ginger. We have. Let's see. Um, area code eight four. Eight four eight four three. You're on the air. What's your name? Can you hear me? Yes, Hi sir. Hi there. What? Hello. Yeah. Hi there. This is Dahlia. How can we help you? Oh, okay. Um, um, uh, what I wanted to ask you was, um, so you you can see into people's into the, um beings into their hearts also. 
I'm sorry? Well, I mean, into their body. Like, Maybe not necessarily their heart. Oh, but you mean their, like, you on a, like on a physical, like to see if there's any kind of medical problem or physical problem? Yes. Well, you know, um, again, I, I, I feel like I scan the energy. I, I don't know how to explain that. Um, but, yeah, we can connect that way. And um, I will tell you, like, different zones or something that lights up. I am by no means a medical intuitive in the sense of, if you have problems, you definitely need to seek some medical advice. But I can I can kind of help you if um, and tell you what I'm seeing. Okay, we can just see. What is your name? Uh, Eddie. Eddie. Okay. And let me go ahead. Um, can I just have a birth date for you, Eddie? Um. Yeah. Uh, 27th of January. Okay. I don't I don't feel I have any ailments. I just asked you that because I. You know, I've seen all of these things that, you know, all these kind of trainings that you have. Yeah, yeah. I Definitely things can light up. You know, the, the interesting thing about um, our energy centers is they hold keys to ailments, whether they be of an emotional aspect if, or a physical aspect. And what we're, we're learning with energy is that if we have emotional issues, they eventually can manifest in the form of a physical ailment because that area has become weakened. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, right. people who haven't grieved properly will sometimes get coughs in their chest or it can develop into worse things um, because that's their heart chakra where they're going to hold their pain or loss of a loved one. Now, I am feeling that you have a lot of sadness actually on your heart tonight. Um, some it's it's kind of deep. Um, did you lose somebody close to you? Yeah. You did. Yeah, my mom's okay. passed. My mom's passed her uh, middle last year. I feel that. I feel that there's, you know, sons with their moms have such an incredible bond. I have two little boys, and um, I feel I feel your pain actually talking to you. My eyes are kind of tearing up. Um, your mother and you were very close, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I encourage you to work through that in the, in the forms of, um, you know, loving her from where you are. Um, she still connects with your energy, and I feel like she's around you a lot. Um, were you her youngest? No, I have a little sister. You have a little sister, but you were her only boy? Yes. Okay, because she said baby boy, and I'm actually seeing somebody now. So um, did your mom have kind of longer hair? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Uh, okay. All right. Anyway, um, I keep hearing baby boy, so I'm just... um, she loves you very much. She's, I'm getting that she's very happy. Was she a, a religious woman? Yeah, very. Very, and she sang. Did she sing in the choir? Yeah, she didn't lead songs, but she sang around the she house was all the time. She, she wants me to give you a message. I've got goosebumps. She's here. She is singing in heaven, and she is so happy singing. And it's everything she ever dreamed of everything she thought it would be and more, and she will see you soon. She is with you a lot, okay? 
So that's your message. And, um, you know, we can miss people. We always miss people who pass. They, We miss phone calls. We miss them being here in the 3D world. But just know that the veils are so thin, and they, they pop in and they check in on us. And they are there, uh, particularly when we remember them and we're connecting with our heart space, um, and and they connect with us. So you can, you know, connect with her when you want to talk. You can say things. You can let her know you, you know, you love her and things like that. Um, but just know that she's okay. All right? Okay. Can I ask you another okay. question? Yes, you can, yes. Um, of course. Um, what do you think it will take for me to be able to um, hear her? She was very, uh, okay, she was religious, but she okay. she knew things. You know what I'm saying? She She knew things. Yes. She was intuitive, and she tries to connect with you, I feel like, a lot. Um, you know, I feel like, I feel like you're intuitive too, aren't you? You have kind of a sixth sense about things, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yours comes more from kind of an inner knowing. Like, you can't explain it, but you just kind of know stuff, right? Is that how it comes in? Yes, indeed. Okay, so that's, that is good. That's the best kind of stuff. You just need to keep continue connecting with God, with Source, and doing that through prayer meditation. I tell people to do that because it fine-tunes your skills. And, um, you know, our loved ones, our masters, our guides, our angels communicate with us in um, unique ways. It's not, not always through just a voice. Um, it can be through signs, okay, like birds. Like, did your mom like birds? Uh, or a no, dove? we had birds a long time ago. What's that? We had birds a long time ago. Did you mention a hot bird? I'm sorry? I'm I said we had that. birds a long time ago. Uh, a yes. while ago we had birds. But um, did okay. you mention a kind of bird? Well, I was seeing like a dove or a sparrow. It felt like it was a religious uh, symbol. Maybe two that... doves in our backyard all the time. Okay, okay. So, for instance, your mother's showing me that picture because that's something that you would remember that was associated with her. Um, so, you could be sitting at the park and a dove come next to you and you just, you know, and it'd be like doing some odd thing and you may remember your mom these are the way that sometimes our departed loved ones masters guides angels communicate with us they'll they'll do it through music songs like her favorite song i remember um when my you know best friend passed away i would hear this particular song like out of nowhere um you know like on a radio station or something and i'd be like i haven't heard that song in forever but that was like a song that reminded me of her, and it would just play at the oddest of times. And I would feel like, you know, it wasn't a coincidence that she was showing me or communicating with me in some way. So just kind of open your mind to the possibility 
of your mom, um, you know, connecting with you with little symbols and signs, um, birds. I, I just I got that. So um, just be open to that. It doesn't always have to be a voice, but the more that you pray, meditate, and just allow. In other words, just being quiet and being still. You're going to get more information from source, from guides, and from probably your mom who's around you a lot, helping you. She really, you know, I think uh, is around you a lot, worried about you being sad, you know. So um, Just keep practicing. Keep practicing keep practicing. practicing. Thank you so much That's for calling. Right. Thank you so one. much, Eddie. Take care. Okay. okay um, Time for more? Yeah, there's, uh, okay. let's, let's see, there's an 818. Get that one again. Let's see what's going on 818 area code. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Okay. Maybe they're just listening. Maybe. Hello, are you there? Maybe okay. it's one of me and Baby Snakes' friends that, that are being chicken. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, let's keep it there and uh, I'll keep it. You don't see that area code that I flashed you before? <laughs> no. Okay. But anyway, okay, we'll we'll um, go on to the next. Um, okay. We have an area code uh, 814. Oh, there's another one, but this one's been waiting a long time, so. Oh, okay. Hello? Hello, Hello? 814. How are you? Hi. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for taking my call. I am doing well. Um, oh. Where are you calling from? Where's 814? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for calling in. Um no, thank you. Thank you for having the show. God bless you. Um, thank you. I have, I have um, a couple things going on. I know I, mm-hmm. somewhere I have some sort of a belief that I have to get to. I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, okay. But um, I also have, there is three extremely important relationships that really, really, really need healing um one is my fiance mm-hmm. michael and the other two are with both of my children um, okay my youngest child's name is dawson and my oldest child's name is kevin uh-huh. and my name is Shannon. um can you spell your name s-h-a-n-n-o-n oh okay shannon okay gotcha Yes, and it's it's very vital that these three really, really, it, it's okay. affecting everything in our okay. lives. Okay, so you've got you've got a fiance, and then you've got these two kids. Are they both sons? Yes, ma'am. And that, okay, and they're not. Are they not getting along with your fiance, Michael? Is that what I'm understanding? Um, we don't really know him. Um, okay. Okay. Um, the situation is um, my children, my youngest son, my dad, my dad, my youngest son's father took him uh-huh. even though I have custody. And okay. there's no communication. There's I, I can't see him or anything. And um, I don't know what's going on. And I know that there is something that he's upset about my youngest son if he feels abandoned or something. Um, both of my children do. Okay. 
they feel abandoned, and I never abandoned them. Um, I know that a lot of things are being said that are not true. Um, okay. It just it really needs to be healed. Yeah. This whole situation and it's okay. really been upheaval in our lives. Yeah. And I'd like to get my life back. And I love my children. And you love your children. Yeah. Well, those those are your kids. Um, can I ask you something that's not really, I guess, related to energy as much as, um. Did you, have you gone to like the, I mean, if he's got your children, do you have custody rights or, I mean, I, I don't do, understand. and yes. Okay. I have full so, custody and, um, okay. yes, I have been through the court system and nobody's okay. doing anything about They're it. Not, they're just letting, okay. So how old are your boys? 17 and 12. Okay. And how long have you been seeing uh, this man? A year. And you said that your kids don't know him that well. Does the, Do they interact with him? No. Okay. No, because, yeah. because right now he is 3,500 miles away. Okay. Right now. You know what? Can I just say this? I, I really feel, Shannon, that this is a lot more than just, you know, I mean, this is a long history of you and your ex and not communicating properly. Some um, some things have gone on, some lack of respect being shown, obviously, to you. And can I just be, um, does he think you have mental illness or have you ever been diagnosed with anything like bipolar or anything like that? Is it okay to ask you that? Nope. Nope. Every, yeah, okay. everything's fine. I've never had an issue. He's the one that's bipolar. Okay, I'm I'm feeling that energy. So I didn't know if that was you or him. So what what you've got to do, I'm feeling like Shannon, is you've got to get into your power here as the mom. Okay, you're not in your power, and I don't know what's going on where you don't feel like you deserve to have your children and to fight for your rights to see them. I don't know what's I going have, on with you. I have. Okay. Okay. I have. I fought with children's services left and right. Okay. I've been fighting with the sheriff. I've been fighting with the okay. court. Well, okay. okay, but let's you, oh, but I don't okay. But but the thing is is the court decides who has rights and visitation rights and when those are violated Usually we can go to the Attorney General's office and do something about that. So um, I would probably need to know a little bit more. But, you know, your energy, I'm just telling you what I feel is it's almost like you feel like you're not worth much. And I don't know why I feel that, but it feels that way. And, and you know, you are worth a lot. You know, you are very loved. And people care about you on the other side you have angels all around you helping you. So I encourage you to make connection with your healing team that's with you. And, um, you know, doing some things like, I don't know if you've ever been a praying person, but meditating or praying on the best approach and the best way um, to help you be able to see your children. Obviously, Dawson, who's the older one, right? No, he's, he's the younger. He's the younger one? Okay. Well, the older one is 17. I feel like the younger one kind of follows him, too. Is that true? 
Yes, and he goes um, along. He's not even seeing. He's not even seeing his brother at all. Like he's he can't even go and see his brother. Okay. Okay. So he's like being kept kept away from everyone, and completely withdrawn. His he's completely changed. And when you're saying he's completely changed, it's the 17-year-old that's changed? Mm, the 12-year-old. He's the 12-year-old is very okay. sad. Well, yeah, yeah, he's very sad. He doesn't know what's going on. So um, do you have anybody that can help you, like grandparents or your parents or people who have, can help you? No, with my, my family actually um, set it up to where my ex would um, do this. My okay. family has to save me. Okay. And so there's a lot going on here that I, I probably would want to know more about, like, in private. We wouldn't want to just air all this on the yeah, air. Yeah, I agree. But, but you know, I feel like, Shannon, um, I just, the message I have for you with your energy is um, believing in yourself and actually making connection with your higher power, um, whatever that, you know, feels best for you, Seek out prayer. It is very powerful, and it can help heal all these relationships, believe it or not. It can, um, even um, when we think that it can't. Well, I do feel like I have a block mm-hmm. with connecting to my higher self. Um, okay. If you help me with that, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I certainly will. Um, you know, um, if you just... Start with, do you do a lot of um, breathing or just sitting quietly and trying to meditate, like yoga? Have you ever tried oh, any of that stuff? Okay. I do it all the time. Okay. And I do. I'm, I'm very spiritual. And okay. Oh, I'll tell you, I've been on a real, real rough journey inward. Yeah. And you feel like that there's a block and you feel like... Um, you know, what does that feel like to you? Let's describe it to me. What does it feel like? Does it feel like that there's nothing there? Like, does it feel, do you have um, negative messages, voices? What do you feel? Um, that there's a lot of negativity around me, energy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I feel, I don't, I feel like a, um, a loss a sense of loss mm-hmm. or a sense of separation like um, I don't feel like myself there's like nothing there okay it's it's your sadness it's the sadness of where you are um, so I'm just going to help you just energetically right now just kind of close your eyes wherever you are take a big deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth I'm just going to um It'll it'll be quiet here for just a minute. Hold on. Yeah. So your root chakra is very blocked. I'm actually seeing that more than the crown chakra, which is where a lot of our divine connection comes from. And a lot of this is healing needs to happen with your family. Um, And so I'm guessing since they sort of, are working with the ex, with the little boy that's away. There needs to be some healing happen between your mom and you. What happened with your mom, without going into too many details, because this is a short show? 
Is there um, distance between you and your mom? Yes, and I have okay. tried to make amends, and I okay. have always, I mean, it took me 28 years to forgive her, and I can okay. honestly say I forgive you, I love you. Um, okay. To flat out say, I hate you. And okay, so there's some... happened to you. Yeah, she, uh, she absolutely, she has told my children that I have done things that I have never done. Okay. She has. Yeah, it's been okay. years. Well, um, a lot of I, I am so sorry that that has happened to you. And, you know, I would love to work with you more. But, um, you know, for now what I would say is um, continue trying to connect. And I will continue. I've got your name here, um, Shannon. And in Pennsylvania, I will add you to my meditation list. I actually do that. And I will send healing um, love and light from where I'm at, just trying to help you connect and get some answers, and maybe we can go from there. But I do feel like uh, that there needs to be healing with your mom, okay? Yeah, good luck, Shannon. Thank okay. you for calling. How do I... Thank you so much. Okay, so we have about 13 minutes left. I don't know if there's sure. time for another caller. Um, I'll we hate maybe this. a short one. You want to try just a short one? or Let me see maybe. which one's been winning. You've got a lot of you, you feeling today. anything with, uh, with us tonight? Oh, no, there's no time for you. Hello. Stop it. I didn't say hey. <laughs> You know, I'm going to be back on the 30th. Maybe we could start off with you next yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Code, uh, 843, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello? Area code 843, you're on the air. What's your name? He has no idea. You know what, Vera, I think that might be Eddie from, from a while back. He might have called back. Nice. Sounds the mm. okay. No? Okay. No, it's a different, it's a different it's number. A different but number. anyway, okay. okay, so there's okay. people maybe you're calling in and to listen or... Uh, okay. Anyway, well, we really don't have much time. Um, okay. We, you know, like you said, we're going to have a second... Uh, show with you for anybody who's listening that didn't get through. Sure, uh, yeah, on the thirtieth. On mm-hmm. the thirtieth, we'll have Dahlia healing with Dahlia again. Um, and and Dahlia, I want to thank you so much. Um, thank it seems you. Like callers had a lot of uh, very very deep um, questions. I really couldn't mm-hmm. be covered on a quick. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's well. Thank you. I. You know, it's amazing how many, um, you know, things like this happen. This is common. We all think that everybody has perfect lives and we're the only ones. And really, it's, you know, we all have things that need healing. So I appreciate you, um, you know, having me on your show. I look forward to being back on the 30th, on uh, Friday the 30th at 9 p.m. Central. And, you know, um, have callers call in again. I enjoyed it so much. And, um, if anybody wants to contact me outside of the show, I'm at Healing with Dahlia. That's D-A-H-L-I-A, HealingWithDahlia.com. And thank you guys for being so open-minded yeah. to all of this. Oh, my know? gosh, no problem. I want to mention real yeah. quick uh, to our listeners, when they go to your website, check out your calendar mm-hmm. of events. You have a lot mm-hmm. of events. You're always <laughs> teaching classes. Reiki, yep. you, you teach about indigo, people, uh, crystal, children, even Atlantis. Yeah. You're done. You always, you always have something going on, and it's really interesting because you're always finding ways, different ways <laughs> to reach out to people, and it's great. It's I yeah. think it's wonderful. There's people out there um, helping. You know, when when sometimes 
no yeah. matter. I think your I think your phone's going to be blowing up a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, I really so appreciate you guys, and have a great weekend. And blessings to everybody who called in. Um, you know, you all are not alone, and you have help. So just ask for it. You've got angels all around you. So thank you guys, and um, I look forward to being on again soon. Well put. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Bye bye. Was that you, Lindon? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little sick, bit, guys. Sorry. You get bit by a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodbye. Goodbye, Don. I didn't know Little Ninja still on. Little Ninja, I think you should have phoned in and had a question. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Sorry. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? What's that? How are you feeling? Are you sick? Yeah, I'm a bit sick. I, I've been out in the I've been out in the snow the last three days uh, for so yeah. <laughs> you need about two oh, shots of Nyquil. We gotta send some uh, light. We send some light yeah. energy. Yeah. To little I'll just mail him some Nyquil. I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> that was ama- that was amazing though. Dahlia is always always awesome. Yeah, it's always- pretty interesting. A little um, is it, yeah, it's interesting. A lot of um heavy stuff out there. It's just interesting yeah. that she practices so many different um, outlets. Yeah, regardless of paranormal, that was very helpful to, you know, very, very insightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's open. I mean, uh, she's willing because, you know, there's people with different beliefs out there. And, you know, you might say, oh, well, you know, I'm a medium and they will, what, you're what? Oh, and they'll shut down. And they don't realize that maybe this person can help them in some way if you just open up a little. Um, I'm always willing to try different things Absolutely. as long as you know they're they're healthy and mm-hmm. yeah. Never mm-hmm. hurts to hear a second opinion either, you know. Right, and, and you We're know it's guided. amazing, but the more the more you study people, the more you're you know realize about problems and whatever you. It all comes down to your emotions. It does, and it never hurts to ask for help. Yeah, exactly. and it's really interesting to hear her say that the most common. Um, reason people come into Sierra's because they just want to be happy. Isn't that interesting? You never... Mm-hmm. That That's it. Yeah, it's so simple, say, but it's so difficult. I'd say go to Applebee's and eat some chicken wings. Well, that that would work for, for me. That works only for a few <laughs> minutes, though. And then, You're right. It wears off, and then you feel terrible. And then you go again and eat more and more and more, and that's why half of people in America are overweight. Oh, yeah. So no, no, I'm that's not a good it. advice, Marfa man. No, you put good on things it. in your body. Oh my goodness! I believe in happiness, and I and I believe in indulging yourself, making yourself <laughs> happy. Okay. Do not not setting good example for the listeners. <laughs> oh goodness, what am I gonna do with you? You know, also another important thing I want to mention when when she was talking is that it's important for everybody to know that you you're not supposed to just go and know and expect someone to fix you. You know, you just don't go and be like, okay, work your magic on me, make me happy. Is you know, a big part of it has to come from you. Yeah, you got to be willing to help yourself to be helped. Number one, that's the most important thing. Once you're, you're willing to do that. <laughs> oh my god! Am I a hypocrite? I don't know if for listeners, you think it's a good idea to have a married couple here in the studio. <laughs> Why? What? You guys keep pointing to each other and and making faces, and I couldn't even keep up. Oh, you we're love pa- it. We're, we're passing love notes. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, well, uh, we have another caller. We still have the A one eight and the A four three area code. I mean, let's see if they have something to say. Um, 
Hey, record A43, you're on the air. Do you want to say hello real quick? I think we still got Eddie here. No, it's not. Okay, hey, I hello? guess not. I mean, they're just they're on the phone. Uh, area code 818. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, it's Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave, I'm here. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, little ninja, you want to add something before we go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Is that your impersonation? Hey, Hillary. Get back here. How's it going? Uh, great, show, great show tonight, guys. Thank you. That was fun. Get some chicken soup. Oh, yeah. Do you need a nurse? <laughs> yeah. Speechless. Yeah. Right. Speechless. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off. But you guys have a good night and uh, thank you. I'm looking forward to being back in the studio with y'all uh, next Friday. So I'll see you yeah. Friday, y'all. Expecting you in the studio. Yes, sir. Why was I too forward or something? No. What this is? This is called Wing Studio. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Maybe <laughs> what'd you have? Chicken. Yeah. Crow's Nest Studios. Chicken Wings Chicken wing Studios. Oh, yeah. You know what we have to do? Chicken we have wing. to start having uh, guests in the studio. That'd be fun. I know. Maybe Dada can be here in some... the studio. She's here in Austin, so maybe yeah. we can invite her. And... Well, maybe mm-hmm. the um, pet uh, psychic, and we have we already have two guests already waiting to be interviewed. Yeah, we Bruce and Jack. have a pet the... psychic. We're definitely gonna do we're, the pet yeah. psychic. We have we have plenty I want to know of pets what my dogs here. It's it's definitely we are definitely working on that one. So, our dogs. Uh, uh, stay tuned. Uh, check out our Facebook. Uh, we'll continue posting more weird but truths and let you know our schedule. Uh, and you know. Am I saying be skeptical but be open-minded too? No, I didn't say anything yet. Oh, You're always yeah. messing up your life. <laughs> this is terrible. What happened with you today? Oh, he's having a hard night. <laughs> I didn't think I did that bad. Well, the A one A hung up. Okay, we're just playing now. Up. We're totally playing. Yeah, and everybody, right. don't for- everybody don't forget to back up and live. Yeah. Is that your goodbye phrase? Your Back I think up. so. Let's make back, back, back up and live. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. Reverse and go forward. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone who listened tonight. Um, please remember, we are no experts, just big paranormal fans. Be skeptical, but be open-minded too. And together, let's continue the search for answers. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Nurse. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it for tonight. The Vera Normal Show. Little Nidge, Marfa Man, Vera Martinez, we're 